Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. All right, welcome to another episode of Yoke Talk. My name is Eli Smith, and I'm here with my good friend, Chaz Farmer. Chaz, say hello to the Yoke family. What's up, Yoke family? How's everybody doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I guess I'm the only member of the Yoke family who can answer you in person at the moment, but uh, it's good to be able to catch up with you and uh, have you on the podcast. We are doing a series kind of based around recruiting as we start a new school year, and uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what's your connection to Yoke. Yeah, so like you said, I'm Chaz Farmer is my name. Uh, I'm 20. This is going to be my fourth year leading Yoke. I did nice. two years at Carpenters and now I'll be, this will be my second year at Eagleton. So, so yeah, been doing it for, that's longer than I realized. That sounds weird to even say, but, but yeah, I've loved it. It's been yeah. incredible. Yeah, you've been around longer than I have. So um, yeah, you served at Carpenters for a while and now you've been serving at Eagleton and um the reason I wanted to, to have you on today is because of a few reasons. But first of all, you um, go to Broadway Baptist Church, and Broadway has partnered with us at Eagleton um, to help us get that club going. And uh, so we've got a few people from Broadway at that club. Um, tell, tell everybody a little bit about your role at, at Broadway and your involvement there. Yeah, so I started out, um, it would have been like last June, I was an intern mm-hmm. there with the student ministry pastor. Um, and so part of that, it ended up being called a residency to kind of give you an idea of what it was. Like I was there 15 hours a week, just kind of doing, you know, all sorts of ministry stuff. And so um, my, my main focus, um, just cause it's really where my heart's at was with like the middle school and high school students. And so out of that, because Broadway um, sponsors the Eagleton Club. I started, I moved from Carpenters to Eagleton. So yeah, I just, I led there for a year while I did youth stuff. That was my main thing while I was at Broadway was with the youth. Um, yeah. So yeah, we just kind of melted together. It was really cool the way that happened, but. Yeah, I, um, I jumped on that yeah. opportunity the moment I heard that you were going to be interning at Broadway because you told me, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to, to serve next year. This was when you were still at Carpenters. And I was like, Hmm, I think we can get him in at Eagleton because Broadway had, had told us they wanted to get, get involved at Eagleton. And so, um, and it ended up working out and y'all had an awesome year this year. So, so like I said, we're talking about um, kind of, where we find our leaders from that we're sending into the schools. In the last few weeks, we've been hearing from some of our representatives from some of the colleges that we partner with because the majority of our yoke folk are college students, or at least in that age range. Um, but we don't just recruit at college campuses. Um, since college students are, are sometimes, they're only around for like four years or so, uh, we've found that it's, it's important to also make sure that we're recruiting local leaders from the community that can be investing in our schools and can stick around for a long time. And one of the best ways we've found that we can do that is to partner with churches. So I wanted to have you on because one, you can speak to um, what it means for a church to be 
um, involved at a local yoke club. And also um, there's a second aspect of it that we'll get to um, later in the podcast. But I wanted to ask you the question, why do you think a church should care about investing in their local schools? Yeah, I mean, so obviously um, a healthy church isn't going to be really heavy. I shouldn't say that a healthy church, but a sign of a healthy church is that there's a lot of diversity in age range. Sure. Um, That there's a lot of people, like there's a lot of old people, there's a lot of young people, there's a lot of middle, you know, you're going to have a lot of everybody. And so a part of like, obviously all the younger kids, they go to school and most of them are going to go to, you know, just like, um, most of the kids around where we are um, geographically as a church go to Eagleton, you know, most of the kids in that age range. Um, and so for us to be able to really reach out um, into our community and um, to pour into people outside of our congregation, um, we found that that is a really um, like, it's just right there. We'll just go to that. And so that's... Yeah, because Broadway, like you said, is just right down the road from Eagleton. So um, that's right in you guys' neighborhood to be getting involved there. And have you have you been able to see, I know you've been only been involved at Eagleton for a year, but have you been able to see any fruit from that? Um, any cool stories or anything like that? Oh, that you want to oh yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, I was at youth every week. We, uh, Eagleton was on Wednesday nights or on Wednesday, like right after school. And obviously we did youth group on Wednesday nights. And so we had a lot of kids who were like members of the church coming to youth. Uh, but we realized, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of like other people coming, you know, people who weren't members of our church at the time. And so uh, what we began to see is when we really started investing in yoga, we, uh, I mean, like half of the kids coming to youth group were coming from yoga, you know, and by the time we were we were just on this upward uh, slope all the way until COVID really hit of just more and more students from Yoke coming. And then it became something that they love to do. And so they were just coming because they wanted to, not because I was like, dude, you should come to church. Like they were like, dude, I'm coming to church tonight because I'm excited about it. And they would start bringing their friends with them. Um, Like we had these two kids coming, right? Yeah. They loved it. They loved every second of it. I had to convince them to come, but then they came because they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then they started bringing their friends along with them. And same thing was happening at Yoke. And so we had this like growing, like we went from like 15 youth to like 40 every week almost. And then COVID happened and kind of messed everything up. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was like the fruit was so evident by the end of the year, you know? Yeah. Um, you guys really, um, obviously, the side I saw of that was what was happening at Yoke Club. And I know that there was even more um, of those relationships happening um, with church stuff for a lot of those kids because there was so much overlap, like you were saying. But I could tell from visiting you guys' club that you, that you guys were connecting with those kids. And it, it wasn't just a once-a-week thing where, where you come together with them and you're goofy and you play games. Like, you, like they, they wanted to hang out with you guys. And it was a really cool um, whenever I got to hear about <clears throat> the ones who were hanging out with you guys even more at church, because, um, 
they would just, it, it was on the same day of the week, right? So they would a lot of times just go right over there to church afterward. So you guys got to spend a lot of time with them. So that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, especially like those Wednesday nights. It, there was just so much of Wednesday, like from 3.30 to like 7.30 almost. We were with them the whole time. Yeah. And just hanging out. Um, and more than just hanging out, you know, we were pouring into them. They were hearing the word at both Yoke and church. Mm-hmm. But we were also goofing off a lot with them those days too so yeah it really was a very fruitful time where we got to really pour into them relationally like a lot yeah that's awesome um we've enjoyed having you guys involved there but like i said earlier there's another aspect of uh of um finding leaders that i think you can speak to pretty well because um you have i think gotten so many of your friends to do yoke (laughs) um for some reason, you're really good at selling yoke to people. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that too, because we often say that um, our best recruiters are our current volunteers. And I think you've been a good example of that. Um, it means so much more coming from someone like you saying, hey, here's why you think, why I think this ministry is worth your time, um, rather than coming from me, someone that they don't know. So um that being said, tell me a little bit about how you've been able to get some other people involved with the Oak and um, just like, what is, what is your pitch? Like how, how do you, um, how do you share what Yoke is about with people and convince them that it's worth their time? Cause it seems like you're good at it. Yeah. I think I come at it from like, um, well, first I just tell them stories, mm-hmm. you know, that's just kind of how I start. I just tell them, dude, listen to this crazy thing that happened to Yoke today. Like I literally put a whole egg in my sock and the kids loved it and thought I'm the coolest person ever still, (laughs) you know? Um, So I think it starts with that, but then like, it's like, I tell my friends that, you know, as believers, we need to be pouring into other people. Um, And, you know, when you're like my age, I'm a, I'm 20, you know, um, starting my junior year. um, I think it's really easy for us to think right now well i'm just like i'm growing right now i'm in my growing stage i'm being poured into right now uh, you know later on i can do the pouring out once i'm a little bit more built up yeah. but that's not really the idea that the bible gives us and that's that's really what i press my friends on um, is that we still need to be even though we are in a place right now where we're growing we're being poured into we need to be pouring out um, and so every time i've ever had a friend start yoke uh, I've convinced them, you know, if you want to say that, yeah. think it's the Lord doing it on their heart. Uh, one of our core values is community. Um, and I think I've seen that core value really come through um, on you guys' team throughout this last school year. Oh, yeah. And I think that is very attractive to people as well. I, I know, um, I think about Evan, how he was hanging out with you guys, with your little friend group, and then all of a sudden like he was just kind of a part of that community and the natural next step was mm-hmm. for him to join that yoke team <laughs> he ended up serving yeah. at eagleton and i think that's really cool too because we are a, um it is a great way to serve your community but also um we want it to be a community of people who are investing in each other um alongside the kids that they're investing in so um yeah well uh, do you have any um, do you have any advice for maybe current yoke folk who feel like they have some friends who would be great yoke folk but just don't know how to go about getting them involved? 
Yeah. And I think I might be a little bit more forward than a lot of people when I talk <laughs> to my friends Yeah. <laughs> to tell you the truth. So I don't know if like a lot of people are comfortable with doing it the way that I did, but I really would just press that my friends on like the whole, you know, Jesus says to go and make disciples, not to go be discipled for a little while, make sure you're ready and then go do it. You know, Jesus said, go make disciples. Um, so I would just, I press my friends on that, you know, yeah. obviously in love, you know, um, and like gently, you know, I mean, in a biblical sense, but I would press them on that. Uh, and maybe that's a little more forward than most people would be talking to their friends about it, but that's how I did it. So no, I think that's great. It is, it's just a really good, um, it's just so, uh, <laughs> in middle school kids just think college people are the coolest people on earth. Yep. I don't know why. That's just how it is. And when you like that moment when like you really click with a kid, you know, you just show up and you just act like yourself and you're goofy with them and they just see that you are not like that much older than them and you're following Jesus. And they see that and they're like, I want to do that too. That's incredible. So just share stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that's cool. I I like that you brought up that middle schoolers think that college students are the coolest people in the world. Um, That's very true. And we've talked about this even on the podcast over the last few weeks, but there's been studies that show that um, about a 10 year age gap is the perfect window for a mentor mentee relationship. And that's really what you're looking at with a middle schooler and a college student. So that's kind of, um, that's why college students make great yoke folk. They can, um, they can hang out and they can be goofy with them and get on their level, but they also have a lot of wisdom and life experience that they can offer them too. So, um, well, Chaz, you're doing some good work out there been good to have you uh, on the podcast we're excited to get started with yoke again here in the next couple weeks in blunt county it's going to look a little bit different this year but I'm, I'm excited about it and i know that kids are too so i appreciate you being on the podcast today and um if you don't mind i would like to to send the people off with one of your classic chess farmer we'll see you oh, of course you want me to do it yeah yeah i want you to do it all right well hey anyway yo people hey we'll see you To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.com.